year was 2020, and the human race has been paralyzed by COVID-19, a deadly virus that has frozen billions of lives in perpetual fear. Many of us have complied with government guidelines to do what's right and weather the storm from the comfort of one's home. But the unrest is building. For some, taking a closer look into why we find ourselves in lockdown has become an inescapable calling. A battle of wits deciphering facts from fiction in this age of information and uncovering rabbit holes in which they're unlikely to ever return. Behold the crumbling economy. Billionaire bureaucrats turned glorified public health specialists and unkept news anchors reciting death tolls like lottery numbers on every screen. At first, just a single flame danced in the shadows before over-hasty finger and thumb came to smother it. The dying embers glowed and caught wind, falling on piles of straw, dry to the core from years of neglect and a distrust for authority, ripe for kindling. And now they ponder, as the strawmen do, if COVID-19 could possibly become a vessel to implement global regime change, to what end should we remain indoors and accept what we're told is incontestable gospel? Can you see the global conspiracy unfold, set to bring around the formation of a new world order? From financial elites to occult celebrities, this group of power-hungry Satanists have been preparing for such an event for many, many years. Or at least that's what Shaman Akila and more traveller Ryan Wood has to say about the happenings of today. Stay tuned to hear his story. Before we jump into today's episode, I would like to deliver a quick message from us at Lost in the Middle. The following podcast does not represent the beliefs of Lost in the Middle as a professional entity, nor do we broadcast this message as irrefutable fact. We do, however, strongly believe that everyone is entitled to speak freely, as it is their fundamental human right to do so, no matter how obscure or misguided their words may seem to some. If we condone the silencing of voices considered to be in opposition with our own interests, how can we expect to safeguard the ability to use our own when inevitably faced with similar sanctions? With the momentous growth of widespread censorship on social media, from YouTube to Facebook and beyond, we would like to remind the powers that be that the removal of ideas and discussion from the internet will only incite others who may have otherwise ignored such notions to delve deeper into the weeds and explore why such ideas are threatening enough to warrant their deletion. In short, censorship will not work. Although we remain unconvinced of the severity of his claim, Ryan's charisma and enthusiasm made for an enjoyable journey of connecting the dots in this global and historical conspiracy theory. Some of you may be frustrated with how little we challenge Ryan regarding some of his claims, but in light of recent events of censorship of these ideas, specifically 5G, we were encouraged to accommodate the flow of ideas displayed throughout this podcast and not get bogged down in debate about specific points. We would like to welcome any criticism or rebuttals that many of you will likely have. I would also like to add that we are currently organising a live debate with specialists from relevant fields of study to challenge and support the ideas you're about to hear. Without further ado, we would like to welcome Ryan Wood to the Lost in the Middle podcast. One, two, three. My clap was bare quiet again. I fucked it. Okay. I was in the car with my dad once and he goes, uh, you know I've got the third loudest clap in Sussex, don't you? Guinness World Record come out. Like who measured that? (laughs) Okay, everybody, hello and welcome to episode seven of the Lost Middle Podcast. We are joined today by Ryan Wood, Shamanic Healer. Everybody, welcome, Ryan. Hey, how's it going, guys? Nice to meet you. Okay, so we've got a bit of a how should we describe it? An obscure one coming. There's going to be lots of things that most people aren't used to hearing on a day-to-day basis, but we're going to dive straight in and just have a general chit-chat about the current situation in the world. COVID-19. Well, it's, 
it's one of those things that seems like a random event at the moment. Yeah, definitely. If you if you take back just over ten years and you look at, let's say, we start with nine eleven. Oh, you had been warned. Oh shit! I told you it was gonna get crazy. Sit back and enjoy the Lost in the Middle podcast. The, uh, the events leading up to 9-11. What we have is uh, once the Twin Towers were basically taken down, what happened was we were forced to go into a war in the Middle East. And it's very interesting because there's a man called Aaron Russo who became very good friends with one of the Rockefeller family. And uh, he was a film director. And um, basically one day, the, the company he was working for, they were like, Do you wanna, did you want to meet Mr. Rockefeller? And he was like, yeah, yeah, sure. They became really, really, really good friends. And one day he received a call from him. And he said, uh, Aaron, basically well, there's going to be an event. And uh, from that event, we're going to go into the Middle East and uh, we're going to go into Afghanistan and we're going to siphon the oil through the Caspian Sea. And then we're going to set up bases in the Middle East and then we're going to invade Venezuela for the oil there. And once we've set up bases in the Middle East, we're going to attack seven major countries without a World Bank. And those countries are Afghanistan, Iraq, Libya, Iran, all of the countries that basically we've been at war at for the last okay. however many years. Um, sorry, just remind us of these characters. Who? So we've got here Russo. Aaron Russo. And uh, one of the members of the Rockefeller family. I can't remember his first name. I think it begins with an A or it might be Andrew. Who is Aaron Russo? Aaron Russo is a uh, director. He actually died last year of cancer. Uh, but he's he after this interview that he, or after this conversation that he had with one of the Rockefellers, he then made it his sort of mission to expose everything that he'd learned in that phone conversation. And if you Google Aaron Russo, so that's A-A-R-O-N-R-U-S-S-O, you can find all of his information on Google. It'll be right there. His documentary will be there. Uh, I think it, it's, it's, it's labeled uh, fascism, Fascist America. Mm-hmm. I think the documentary is called. Uh, he was actually undergoing chemo the whole way through this documentary and he dedicated his life to it before he passed away. Um, what's also interesting about what he said, uh, what he received, the information he received from one of the Rockefeller families is that after we've uh, engaged in all these countries and set up world banks in these seven major countries, what we're going to do is influence uh, a microchipping method. And uh, if anybody stands up against what we want, then we turn off their chip. So let's look a look at the current situation we're at now. America have just gone into war with Venezuela. They've invaded Afghanistan, Iraq. The oil has been, the pipeline has been built through the Caspian Sea. Mm-hmm. This video was 11 years ago. So what happened, what we've got is, is slowly played out in such, a, in such a way that people don't realise it's happening. And they think that these events are random. Yeah, wait, so this documentary was published 11 years ago, you say? Yeah. Oh, okay, and it details basically the war on terror. Yeah, basically this, uh, the documentary is called The Zeitgeist. Uh, Peter Joseph is the director. Oh, is Zeitgeist. Is that on Netflix? It used to be on Netflix, but it got taken down. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I recognise the name. I have heard of the documentary. There's Zeitgeist, Zeitgeist Addendum, and then Zeitgeist Moving Forward. The second one goes into more fractional reserve banking and then what we can do as a solution to the problem. And then the third one, basically, it links the fact of the monetary system and how it affects mental health, how it affects crime. And basically, mental health and crime are linked to low, less economically developed areas. So basically, wherever the most money is, the healthier people are. So if mm. resources were balanced out evenly in the world, then everybody would have an even chance of being happy and healthy. Yeah. So mm. like I said, when we look at current world events, all of those seven countries that didn't have a World Bank, all of them now have a World Bank, apart from, yeah. I think, Costa Rica uh, and Venezuela don't. I'm not sure. What about Cuba as well? I thought Cuba was one. Cuba, yeah, yeah. Cuba is one of those. That's that's where we're at, okay? Yeah. And this was something that was 11 years ago. So since this 
epidemic has started, what's happened is we've had a complete lockdown, complete and utter lockdown. And from this lockdown, it's wiped out of the chance for any working class or middle class people to earn any money. If you follow the money in these situations, it always leads to the same people. You've got the Rothschild family, JP Morgan, the Rockefellers. Now that they've they've basically tilted the table, so now all finance has gone towards them. And you look at the world right now, Who, who what, what's left open? What do we have left open? Supermarkets, pharmaceutical companies, so big pharma, people like that. These are the people that are raking in all the money. Everything has okay. gone into their system. Mm. A new world is the beginning of this. You know what I mean? It's been it's been spoken about for a very long time. Even yeah. if you aren't into these kinds of things, you know you must have heard about it or at least know something yeah. of it. Or- no, those words have been spoken in sort of mainstream media reports and all sort of things recently. Yeah. Jono starts munching my ear off of all that. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, it's difficult to like pin a place to start because this goes back so far. Like we could go back way past 9-11. Like you could go back to the 1800s when this movement was put together. Uh, it was so, called the Invisible Hand. Yeah. Um, but we'll start we'll start with 9-11 because that basically set the set the stage for them. And 9-11 as well, I suppose you compare it because there was a global event justified or led to the formation of laws which centralised power, the Patriot Act. And this one, for the UK equivalent now is Schedule... 21, uh, Bill 122. That's it. So you think Agenda 21, Schedule 21, it's almost like, you know, what they do is they hide it in plain sight. So sorry about that, guys. There was a slight technical issue. The Illuminati cut us off, but we'll head straight back in. <laughs> yeah, let, let's, let's jump to now. We've got the the whole 9-11 has happened. We've been forced into this war in the Middle East. We've basically invaded all these seven major countries without a World Bank. They've centralised power. On top of this, they've taken away certain freedoms and they've replaced it with security. Yeah, yeah. inverted commas. <laughs> they use a system, it's called problem, reaction, solution. So they create a problem, they wait for people to react to that problem, and then they introduce the solution and take away more of people's rights. So the catalyst for this was the 9-11. Let's jump 11 years into the future. And now the new one is COVID-19. First of all, right. this is something that started off in Wuhan, China. Okay. Wuhan, China, first of all, was the first city in the history of the world to ever become a smart city. A smart city is a 5G city. So 130,000 5G towers were put up around China in November last year. And on top of that, they also held the war games in Wuhan, China in 2019 last year, where Bill Bill Gates... The what games? The war games? What the hell is that? Sounds like a film. Yeah, the war (laughs) games, basically where they come and show off all their all their weapons and what they're going to do in that. Like a military demonstration type uh, thing. Okay. Yeah, 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 and Bill Gates was there talking about the next pandemic, conveniently enough. So Bill Gates is also the second largest contributor of money towards the World Health Organization. The guy basically owns the World Health Organization. Mm-hmm. And he's running demonstrations at the war games mm. in Wuhan, November 2019, just before the outbreak and just before the city went live and became the first city in the world be a smart city. Then all of a sudden, in January, this virus breaks out. Everyone starts dropping to the ground dead. I'm not talking about two weeks of symptoms. I'm talking no explanation as to why or when or what is what the hell has happened. People were just hitting the deck. How do we know that this is happening? Where, where are the reports of this? People just dropping dead? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can find, like, I mostly received, like, I've got some friends in Australia and when the lockdown happened, they had friends that were sort of traveling Asia at the time and there was a few videos circulating in Asia. And then they were yeah. sending them to me, so I've got I've got them on my phone. I can send them over. Videos of what Chinese people in Wuhan just dropping down. bodies laid out on the floor outside people's houses. We're gonna. I, I just want to go straight into it because uh, this has just been buzzing around my head all day. So yeah, mate, we'll go straight in. I mean, there's a lot of information 
sorry, there's a lot of information to take in and it's a lot of jumping around. So we've gone from 9-11 to Bill yeah. Gates to this to that. So you can imagine someone who isn't like well-versed in this sort of information will not really know what they're keeping up with or even trying to keep up with. But what we'll do is, if you just basically give your take on it all, and then we'll try and break it down and sort of get in deep in each little individual part. So yeah, crack on with the 5G thing I think you're about to get into. So so 5G basically is so different to what we know already about 3G and 4G. These are millimeter waves. So they're very, very, very short waves. And the, and the frequency in which they operate at is 60 gigahertz. So to get you give you an idea of how powerful this is, a microwave is like 2.4, and that's pretty powerful shit. So mm, imagine 60 right. gigahertz. That is that is nothing that we've ever experienced before. Yeah. And I'll lead on to why it needs to be so powerful a bit later on. But as for now, I just want to talk about what this actually does to your body. So at 60 gigahertz, what happens is the water in the cells of your body, especially in the eyes, the testicles, and the ovaries, so the reproductive... Not the testes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie, don't forget that you're here for comic relief, mate. Don't miss a joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on, go on, go on. I'm on it, I'm on it. Ollie's basically the monkey that just... <laughs> no, now, now I missed him, like, I'm actually getting scared now. <laughs> so it heats up the cells in the eyes, the ivories and the testicles. And what, that ha- what happens with that as well is that the blood, so it's heating up the water cells inside of our blood, which then stops our blood from carrying oxygen around our body. And this is where we're getting the confusion of this influenza. And this is what yeah. happens is their problem, reaction, solution. They create a problem. Everybody reacts to that problem. And then they create the solution. So every, imagine that the first city has just turned on and 60 gigahertz have just been wiped in what's beamed into this whole city. People have been dropping down like people are getting sick. Like it's taken a month to sort of kick in. And, and now we're at a stage where doctors are saying that, oh, it's a virus. There's a virus. Um, what I know from my research is that the virus was never isolated in China. They never isolated the virus. They tested the virus using RT-PCR. So RT-PCR does not isolate a virus. What it does is they take genetic material from the lung and then it enlarges that genetic material from the lung and tells you what it is. It doesn't tell you the viral load. Chances are, if you've ever had, or chances are, if you've been around someone that's been sick or at any time in your life, you're going to have coronavirus cells in your body because yeah, yeah. they float around in the yeah. air. You've got cancer cells in your body. You've got all these other different types of disease cells in your body, but you never have enough of those cells to actually make you sick. And that's called a mm. viral load. So yeah. the test kits that they're sending out for COVID-19 are RT-PCR tests. An RT-PCR test does not account for the viral load. I can yeah. give you the guy's actual name who invented the test as well. I've got it written down somewhere. So Kerry Mullis was the inventor. Okay. And uh, he even said that this test should not be used to uh, diagnose infectious diseases. Yeah. And this is the test that China yeah. and all these other people are using in order to tell you whether you have COVID-19 or not. And if you have coronavirus bacteria in your body, they are labeling you as COVID-19. Yeah, so we're at a situation yeah. where everyone is going to be tested and everyone is probably going to test positive for this. But what's even more interesting is what they've been passing through parliament recently. Sorry, before we get on just to this, um, there was a point you made about the cells that in particular it heats up. How is it we know that it heats up the eyes, the testicles, and the ovaries? 
what what makes those cells more susceptible to the 5G than others? I think it's due to the amount of water that is in the cells. And because your eyes have fluid in them, your testicles have fluid in them and your ovaries have fluid. So the more areas where there's fluid in the body, the more chances of it heating up, just like in a food inside the microwave. So if you feel like you've got hot balls, you're probably near a 5G tower. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it affects it affects our bodies in different ways because we're electrical beings. We our bodies and our brains, they we are we have our own electromagnetic field. So yeah. imagine that 60 gigahertz has just been turned on and then that electromagnetic frequency is, is interacting with your electromagnetic field. It's not just going to do damage to your eyes, your ears, and your testicles and your ovaries. It's going to do damage to your brain as well. So it's just yeah. going to make you feel and be despondent and not not responsive. Well, I've heard that radiation poisoning holds similar symptoms to a flu-like virus. Yeah, that's right. Um, basically, because when the cells become infected with the radiation, it causes the body to ex- uh, butt out proteins from the cell. And the proteins that it butts out from the cell become exosomes. And that is your body's natural defense to absorbing infection. So what that exosome will then do is go and absorb genetic material of, let's say, coronavirus. And then what's been what's happening at the moment is they're enlarging the genetic material under a microscope. Through this testing. Through this testing. And they're seeing exosomes and they're labeling the exosome as COVID-19. And that is your body's natural defense against infection. And what's so causing the, argument the is, to appear yeah. is the radiation is causing your, and that's your body's natural defense against this radiation. But when it creates these exosomes, it tries to get rid of this sort of poison in your body by discharging nasal fluid, by vomiting, diarrhea, so and also mucus. blood in the stool yeah. as well. And oh, okay. mucus. Yeah. So, but on top of that, because the frequency is so high, the hemoglobin in your blood cannot transport oxygen around your body. Yes, that's called hypoxemia. There was a doctor who went viral after a tweet from New York who was basically saying how the virus is unlike anything he'd ever seen. Yeah, um, this is Kyle, His name was Dr. Cameron Carl Siddell, yeah. Yeah, that's He him, was yeah. a care doctor at Maimonides in New York City. I might be butchering that. Um, he was a emergency care ICU critical care doctor. What did he say? And he said, it's nothing like we've ever seen before. It doesn't make sense. We are treating the wrong disease. All the presentations are uniform, cyclical until death or recovery. Um, so basically what he's saying is, is that people don't really show any uh, improvement from the virus. They will just become better all of a sudden. Um, it looks like they're slowly going on an escalator up into the sky. That's how he describes it. It suddenly stops and gets better. Many people are talking about the operations, but we need to talk about how to treat this disease. They don't need a ventilator. They need oxygen. The patients just need time. One day you just walk in and they feel better. It's a strange thing. Yeah, he was basically, he was saying that his patients were coming to him as if they'd been dumped on the top of Everest without having time to acclimatise or as if that they'd just been at the bottom of the ocean with the bends. You know, Mm. and this is not flu-like symptoms. This is not influenza. What's, what's also to mention about this as well, so while we're on the top subject of radio waves and things like that, every single time we've had an advancement in technology, what we have is a new type of epidemic. So the Spanish flu, that was probably, that's probably killed more people than any flu that we know of today. Oh, yeah. It killed millions of people. Yeah, that was that people. Yeah, that was in 1918. And this was the time that they first covered the world in radio. And then we had the next epidemic, which was in 1940, which is another influenza-type disease. 
And yeah, so you mean you're meaning they, pandemics, right? Yeah, global. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like global pandemics, yeah, mm-hmm. like what we're seeing now. Yeah, and that was the second time that they covered the whole world in radar. So they've gone from radio to radar, another epidemic or plandemic. Yeah, so, and there are no pandemics between these. So it doesn't. Um, which was the radar one? Sorry, which pandemic 1918 was that? Eighteen was the Spanish flu. Yeah, that was radar. The second. 1940s radar technology was deployed and then an influenza epidemic happened. And then we jumped to 2003 when 3G was deployed and that was the SARS epidemic. And then we've got 2009, which was when 4G was deployed, where we had the H1N1 epidemic. You can research all of this as well and you'll find the exact same results. 2019, 5G being deployed, COVID-19 epidemic. So every time we have this major leap in technology, we have another epidemic. And this goes back to what I was saying previously about our bodies being or having electromagnetic fields. We are electrical beings, you know, we're a bunch, our bodies are a bunch of chemical reactions, constantly chemical reacting with each other. That's why we love putting chemicals in our body because that's that's literally what we are. Do you think, sorry, so these sort of technological advances are, are you saying, well, could you say that it's either viruses are mutating because of these different radio waves or um, radiation that they're being exposed to, or that we're just having a bad effect to it and our immune system is just being compromised and then we're falling subject to different types of disease. The thing is with that is I can answer that question. So in 1918, when they had the Spanish flu, they've researched the Spanish flu since then and it, it doesn't really have any flu-like symptoms. What people were doing right then was vomiting blood and shitting blood. That's not really yeah. a flu. Yeah. People were dying. Bleeding out their eyes and shit. And it didn't even start in Spain. It started in military bases in America. Yeah. And then it yeah. jumped all the way to Spain. And back then, there was no way a virus could have jumped like that. So it had to have been radio. So it's not the fact that it's weak in our immune systems and then we become sick. It's that it's putting yeah. our bodies under so much intense pressure. What's, what's the official um, justification for how it spread around the world? Well, the radio waves. Uh, no, the um, Spanish flu. So assuming it's a virus rather than radio waves. How is it that they've described it um, infecting however many people it did across different continents? Well, they haven't. They've just said that's how it is. That's just how it is, yeah, and no one's bothered to... And there's no way that... Could that have done it, like the military travelling around? Well, they were trying to say that it was because of all the dead bodies left over. But what they did was they they did an experiment where they put a bag over a horse's head and they waited for this horse to sneeze in the bag. And then they put that bag on top of another horse's head and this horse didn't have the disease or anything... And then they also injected genetic material of the virus from one horse into another horse. And that horse still didn't get sick. And this is when was this experiment done around the time of the Spanish flu, like during the, the pandemic? The time of the Spanish flu, yeah. I was yeah. going to say, it doesn't sound like a 21st century scientific no, experiment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get one horse to sneeze in another horse. <laughs> 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 I think the vegan community would have something to say about In that. Cocaine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, horses! <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, going back to what Dr. Kyle said, I'll just use that for now. Like, I'll yeah. just shorten it down because his name is pretty, pretty long. So, Dr. Kyle's saying that patients are coming in ill, it was hell, and then coming in the next day, not ill. And it's the same yeah. thing, you know. So, the only thing that could possibly cause someone to heal so miraculously would be moving away from an environmental danger that would be putting their body under sort of a massive health risk. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if that is the only thing, but that definitely, like, you can make that deduction from what you've got given there, yeah. So someone's in an area which is negatively impacting them. I mean, there are actually, there is a community of people who can feel 
satellite frequencies. So if they're ever near a, a mast, uh, they can feel on themselves that they're like they're getting agitated or whatever. And they go to these retreats who are like basically there's no signal there, and that's where they sort of feel most relaxed. Yeah. Like what in what you're saying there, like a lot of people don't know this, but thousands of people actually kill themselves every year because they're allergic to Wi-Fi. They can't be near Wi-Fi because it makes their eyes itch and it gives them migraines. And there's Wi-Fi all over the world now. So some people have actually ended their life because they can't live How? a normal life because they're constantly being their bodies are so sensitive to this EMF that it just makes this their shut down. No this way. I haven't heard of at all before. Where can we learn about this? People committing suicide because of Wi-Fi. Is it, are you saying they don't know that they're killing themselves because of the Wi-Fi or that's oh, just... Oh, no, they know. Like, if you, when you buy an iPhone, it says in the manual, do, you must, it must be from six, eight inches away from your body at all times because uh, radio waves that they use for 3G and 4G are carcinogenic and this has been tested and this is known. So mm. in every mobile phone that you buy, in the manual, it will say, please keep six inches from your body at all times. Who does yeah. that? Who does <laughs> that? <laughs> I was about to say, I was like... No one. Let me just take my phone well, we, out. My we're keeping jet. it cock length now, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> people fall asleep with their phone like next to their heads on their yeah. That's it. And stuff. You know, yeah. like, I've always been very wary of it, and I've always I've been watching three G, I've been watching four G, I've been waiting for five G to blow up. Like I've been speaking to engineers that have been installing the stuff. That's how I found out about the, the heating up the cells inside the blood, and then it ref- and then it struggles to carry oxygen around the body. So. This has been going on for a long time. I've been studying this for seven years. Like I know there are some people that have studied this for beyond seven years, like 30 odd years. As a proportion mm. of your life, that's a long time. Yeah, like I'm 25, I'm 26 in a few weeks. And it's like, since I was basically 18 years old, mate, I've just been yeah. researching Absorbing this. this information. Absorbing it, yeah, yeah. And like... And you think that you are on the money with this? Like you think that you have all the answers or... Is there still I, don't, a lot more? I don't think I have every answer, but it's like one of those things where when you figure out how a system works, you can see where it's heading. So like, let's go to George Orwell, the film and book 1984 that was written in 1948. Yeah. Mm. The reason why he was able to get it what so spot on is because he studied this, this global elite group. He studied this invisible hand. And once you understand what their agenda is, you know where it's headed. And basically the end goal is to have humanity completely computerized and to take yeah. away everything that it means to be human. So this hidden hand is locally known as the Illuminati, yeah? yeah? Yeah. The thing that they want to introduce is called a technocracy. So it's not fascism, yeah. it's not communism, it's a technocracy. So they want to completely computerize humanity. And what's really interesting about this as well, like, remember, if, does anyone remember that film Robots? It was like a Disney film. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Storyline. That was a sick film, I buried that. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's dad, the guy's dad couldn't afford the right robot parts. This, is, yeah. this hit me last night. So the rich people have got all the best robot parts and they look the best and they look the nicest. And then all the other mm-hmm. people have to sort of scratch around in the in the rubbish to find their own parts Mm. and this is basically the end goal of where they want this to lead so it's up to us now to stop it from getting there and you have people like orwell that have seen this so early on and they've been making and creating stuff to kind of enlighten people of this danger for so long how would how would they have known of uh, technocracy sort of before the creation of computers how would they have known that that would have been a possibility back then well because of the he- the way that they were moving with technology then you know you've only got to mm. use your imagination and be like all right so let's say i have all of the, the all of the resources in the world at my disposal where do i want to go with this you know like because these people that are in control like there's no one holding them back they don't have to wait for their paycheck they don't have no. to wait for someone to come in 
and say, oh, yeah, like you're allowed to do that now. You know, they make the rules, they make the laws mm, and yeah, they yeah. protect themselves. You have to look at it like a pyramid. So at mm-hmm. the bottom of this pyramid are the worker bees. And then it's always on a need to know basis. So there's a handful of people right at the top. And those handful of people at the top are on will give information and it will slowly make its way down the pyramid. But everyone is on a need to know basis. So this mm-hmm. Russo figure would have been on what level two if level one's right at the top. Russo figure. No, nah, he was a he was a film director. He isn't in the Illuminati. He's he's been exposing this, but he became friends with a very good with a very high up member of the Rockefeller family. And because he became such good mates with him, he started mm. giving him information. So then Aaron Russo took it upon himself to explain this and to enlighten people around the world. Why did they risk giving him any sort of information? They obviously trusted him at the time, but he didn't last very long with it, you know, because yeah. he ended up dying of cancer. And okay. You know, mm. these people, they've That's got any disposal at their, at their, at their risk, you know, so that, yeah, yeah. who knows? He could have been, he could have been asleep one night and they could have fucking injected him with something. You never <laughs> know, you know, the, I've seen the shit I've seen these people do. Like, I don't question anything, you know, like if, if you can think of it, they've done it. Like they yeah. have all the what, materials and all the wealth at their disposal. What was this? One of the worst things that you've seen these guys do in by C, are you talking about video footage or just like hearing about something? I think it's always a good way to validate something when you see that there are many different people all around the world that are all coming to the same conclusion that don't even know that the other people exist. So you've got people in Spain, people in Italy, people in America, people in England that don't know each other, all coming towards the same conclusion. And that normally tells you about what's going on. Yeah. The worst thing, that the, the most disgusting thing I've ever witnessed, that I've ever seen through my research, is probably spirit cooking. That is a whole other ballgame. Spirit cooking. Spirit cooking. So Are you about to talk about Abramovich? Yeah, Abramovich, yeah. yeah. You know about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mate, I'll tell you now, I've done reading into pretty much all of this shit and I was so hoping not to be true. Yeah. Well, then you look yeah. at Katy Perry's new music video and it's literally about spirit cooking. They, they, cover, they put her inside a cooking pot like, and then she's at, she's at a table and they're, all, and they're all eating her at the end. And they basically mm. do this because they believe that they absorb the soul of the human. So this is, this is giving you the idea of the kind of psychotic level that these people are at. And Bill Gates is one of these. And then you've got to look at their leader of the World Health Organization. So the chairman of the World Health Organization, Tedros. So you can, you can Google this information. You can fact check this. Basically, yeah. he's been trying to cover up cholera epidemics in Uganda for years. And people have been trying and testing against him for a very long time to remove him from his position in the World Health Organization. Mm. And he's basically been put there so that he follows orders. Bill Gates is the second largest funder into the World Health Organization. And he's also the largest funder into vaccinations. And the seven countries that are now uh, making vaccinations for COVID-19, that doesn't Mm -hmm. exist. Um, Basically, he's investing in that. So it's in his best interests for everyone to need a vaccine. So to say that this virus doesn't exist and you're referring to the fact that it's 5G that is the sole cause of it or other forms of radiation toxicity. I've seen lots of obviously refusals to this um, claim, many of which point towards the countries who don't have any 5G apparent in their country but still have cases of coronavirus. Yeah, well, that's because the reason why is because there's 130,000 satellites that are up in the air at the moment. They were actually put in the air, I think it's 130,000. It might even be more. I know they put 130,000 towers in Wuhan. It might be slightly more or slightly less. I'll have to fact check that get back to you on it but the satellites that they put up in order to beam the 5g back down onto earth they put them in the van allen belt and if anyone knows what the van allen belt that's a highly radioactive area and then they beam that straight down into the earth so 
it doesn't really matter if it's set up in your town or not, you know, because it's gonna it's gonna bounce around. You know, this is these are satellites that are sending. So your argument would be is that these people would have been ill regardless. It's just that because of the time in which they've fallen ill, they've been classed as being ill from COVID nineteen rather than any other virus, disease, whatever. Also, you have to think that they may be just labelling these patients as victims of COVID-19 to bump up the numbers. Yeah. Because what we're seeing a lot at the moment, like if anyone that goes on social media is seeing at the moment, even if you turn a blind eye, that they are lying about the amount of deaths. And doctors yeah. are putting on people's death certificates. Big time, especially in COVID-19 China. death when it didn't eat, they didn't, and they had two or three pre-existing health conditions. Like, mm. what the fuck? these are the people that we go to to trust with our health and they are labeling people that have died of pre-existing health conditions of a virus okay and what to to what um what purpose is it that a doctor's doing that what do they benefit from i don't actually know i i i think that they would do that probably be out of money or something like that but this organization they have people in everywhere you know it's like a spider's web and they have People operating in China, people operating all over the world. And they're, they're part of an occult group, a Freemason group. And if anyone knows who the Freemasons are, they're an occult private organization that only discuss their mm. sort of doings with other Freemasons. And there's millions of them. And these are doctors, nurses, psychiatrists, politicians, world leaders, 16 so members of the G20 of Freemasons. Now. Sorry? Millions of, there are millions of people now who are all sort of aware of the agenda or... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. This is like a spider's web of, of people and anyone. Their people stretch all over the globe. And the more you look into it, the more you realize how big this spider's web is. And you start to think, and you look back and it's like a big collage and you, you can see it in your mind and you see how everything connects together. You see how the pharmaceutical companies interact with the health companies and Monsanto and pharmaceutical companies, they work together in order to put chemicals in food. These people, they don't make money out of you being intelligent and healthy. They make money out of you being stupid and sick. And that is the truth of the matter. Anyone that is capable of critical thought doesn't belong in a society that is told to follow orders. You think when you are born, you're basically pushed into school and you think of the school environment, big bars, big gates, bells, lines, and then you think of prison. Bells, lines, big bars, big gates, stuck in a little room. Yeah. Look at the board, read the book. So from a very, very young age, we're indoctrinated into this system to follow orders. So as soon as you start not following orders, you become a virus in this system. And because yeah. you become a virus in this system, you're no longer allowed to be a part of it. So like myself, I'm self-employed. So this has affected me the worst out of mm. all the different people yeah, that have been affected by this lockdown. Mm. I don't even receive any benefits from the government. I don't receive 80% of my wage. I don't receive anything because no. I wasn't in the country between 2018 and 2019. I was traveling and I was living my life and I was exploring as much of the world as I could before before they shut us down. And I was thinking that this was going to be like 2022. I thought they were going to make it numerological and, you know, like 2022 and shut it down. Like the build up towards the lockdown. If, I don't know about you guys. I felt rather free. I felt like things were going. I was about to open a vegan burger business. My best friend and I had been working so hard on getting everything together. And then all of a sudden, all of that freedom was just taken and the rug was just ripped. Well, mate, we were literally, we were two weeks in on holiday, mate. We've yeah. been traveling for two weeks and then all of a sudden, oh, we need to go We were going to be now. doing what you, what you were doing for like, well, I was going to go for like four months or so. 
Yeah. Um, I was gone for three and a half years. Three and a half years? Oh, man. That's crazy. I left England with 700 quid. <laughs> yeah, how did you? Because we're we're really when we go again, well, if we can go again, <laughs> we're really trying to think like how can we earn money when we're away, sort of thing. So how how did you manage to stay out there for so long? Working holiday visa in Australia. Oh, okay, so you oh. just yeah. work in Australia, and I used Australia as a base. And while I was in Australia, I'd work there for a bit, and then that explains the twang. <laughs> that explains the twang. Sometimes you sound Australian. Yeah, yeah, I live there. <laughs> oh, we know. Oh, we when you got cut off. We, we were discussing this. this. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the relevance of this being brought up. Yeah, because Australia is a police state. I don't know if you know David Icke is. He's, he's banned from yeah, Australia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he's not allowed yeah. into Australia. So that tells you that's, that's an inclination of the fascist society that they want to sort of head towards. And you see, this is like, no matter how much of this you want to believe, you can believe or whatever, when it comes to the censorship, all it's doing is putting more eyes on this sort of information. So David Icke, again, recently did a interview with um, Brian Rose, London Real. And you London Real is... Brian. Yeah, yeah. Legend, and mate. London Real is a fairly... thing. I mean, it has lots of free thinkers, alternate point of views. It's an independent news channel. But the fact that YouTube has taken it down, LinkedIn has now taken down... Uh, Brian Rose as well. All of these mainstream yeah, media platforms have been, or sorry, uh, social media platforms have been taking them down. So like all you're doing is sort of funneling more people into thinking, oh, why has he been taken down? So, and it also obviously gives credibility to their claim. Like, why would you silence someone if they're chatting absolute shit? Yeah, mate, David Icke basically yeah, laid out the blueprints to the Death Star, mate, in the famous, that's what Alex Jones said the other day. He was <laughs> like, the reason why they shut him down is because he laid out the blueprints to the fucking Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> So we're about to jump in our X-Wings, yeah? Love that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so Australia is basically a police state and Sydney has all of those substations for the 5G towers on all of their lampposts and shit all through the city. Mm. And that's one of the first places that it will be implemented. Also, New South Wales, where Sydney is, you can research this as well. They have the Rothschild Red Cross on their badge because they're a foreign army operating on international shores. They're basically Rothschild henchmen. And a lot of police officers, the reason why they changed it from officer to constable is because they're owned by a private organisation. The same as like most governments and things like that are owned by private entities. That's why how people like Bill Gates, the guy who's just stepped down from bloody Microsoft, is now the new owner of the World Health Organisation. He's directing (laughs) orders to every doctor and nurse all over the world, telling them that we're battling with an influenza disease. When in reality, we're from the inside. By fucking mm. radiation beamed in us from space. Like, why is this? Why is this billionaire oligarch dictating? Yeah. Who and like? Because I remember he was in a um, a news interview only a couple of weeks ago, telling the American public that they can't expect to be having any social gatherings or anything like that for another year or so until the vaccines. Yeah. Come. Yeah. Like, why sorry, who are you again? All of a sudden, the mayor of social <laughs> distancing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean, <laughs> someone's given him like the, the label of like Lord Chancellor of Health. This guy and his father have been into eugenics since he was a little boy. So eugenics is like, you know, euthanasia. He's an advocate of eugenics. He openly admits to, to eugenics. He literally said yes in my younger years. There's 2015 TEDx talks where Bill Gates is literally saying the solution to overpopulation is vaccines. He says if we do a really good job with vaccines and X, Y, and Z, yeah. And I was thinking when he let that slip, I was like, "Hmm." I mean, how much more blatant can you get? But then I suppose people could argue, oh, it's a slip of the mouth or he meant it in the opposite way. I don't know. People of Africa at the moment are, are, are like guinea pigs. 
to this man. Yeah. You know, like they're suffering so much. Uh, they've got these organizations, the Bill and Melinda Gates organizations going into these different countries and not just Africa, in India as well. So from 2000 to 2017, they infected nearly 500,000 Indians uh, with polio and paralyzed them because of a vaccine. And they were actually extradited from India. You can fact check that. 500,000 to 497,000 people were paralyzed from a vaccine from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. That was from 2000 to 2017. You Google that, it's the first thing that comes up. You Google the Tedros that, thing, it's that the first thing that comes up. These aren't conspiracies anymore, you know? Yeah. Like, we live in the age of information. You know, you could, you, put, you tip, type something in on your phone, it, it's there. You know, mm. they can't hide anymore. Well, they are slowly hiding more and more stuff. Yeah. The, yeah. The well, whole, since, this goes since, on there. Sorry. No, no, I was just saying how I remember the Las Vegas shooting. It was yeah. after that point that YouTube especially made anything you type up, mainstream media sources will appear on the first fair few pages. Yeah. So any sort of alternate point of views, fringe things, independent media was shoved right down to the bottom of the pile. Yeah. And that's because there was obviously a lot of conspiracy theories circulating around the Las Vegas shooting because that was, that was official. <laughs> and there, that was official. <laughs> and it's only, it's only going to get worse as well. I mean, uh, YouTube have recently said that because of the coronavirus um, pandemic, they have less staff available to check the validity of videos and the information they're putting out and because of that they're relying more on algorithms so videos will be being deleted sometimes erroneously and they've admitted that already they've said it's not our fault it's just how it has to happen because of corona so this lockdown is basically edging us in towards this one world government where these people like bill gates these people like ted rose rothschild rockefeller these people that are going around the world vaccinating people killing people, paralyzing people. They are, it's enabling them to control us on a level that people aren't even ready for. And like what I was started with in the beginning of, of the uh, podcast where we've got 11 years ago, Aaron Russo is bringing out information where the Rockefellers are telling him that they want to microchip everyone. So what, what Bill Gates is doing now is he's coming up with this system to be able to tell whether you've been vaccinated or not from COVID-19 by installing uh, nanotechnology and he calls it a quantum dot so a quantum dot technology is based or quantum dot tattooing is what he calls it you can research this and basically where they inject nanomaterial into your body so that they can scan and tell whether you've had the COVID-19 vaccine Mm. so in order to keep this lockdown going when everyone's had this vaccine you know this is the first step towards microchipping humanity it's the first step towards that technocracy of having us all computerized RFID chips yeah, a smart world, right? Yeah. And it's funny that they use the word smart because <laughs> not very fucking smart. And that's how these yeah. people work. They hide things in plain sight, you know? So you think, oh, that's not so bad. Like that video, that documentary on Netflix, not documentary, that movie on Netflix, Contagion, came out the exact same time as the coronavirus. And what they're doing is they're desensitizing people to it so that when it actually happens, you're not so shocked and bewildered by it, you know? Yeah. And that's what yeah. Is it predictive programming they call that? Predictive programming, yeah, that's it. You got it in one. So they've they've locked down the systems. They've taken the money and the power away from the people and they've centralized all the power. They've put these people in power like Bill Gates. So it's in his best interest for everyone to be vaccinated. But on top of that, they've now removed certain laws because of this. So what I was talking to you about, Bill 1, 2, 2 and uh, Schedule 21, they've mm. removed the need for a death certificate. Yeah. When the hell has that ever happened in the history of the world? They've removed the need for a death certificate and for stillbirths. Why are they changing the laws for stillbirths and death certificates, for, for not just for anything, for cremation? So the body will not even be able to be tested 
after the person has died to tell whether the person died from that. And also another law that they've added is that a uh, clinician only needs to have one reference in order to deter whether someone's sick or not or mentally ill. Because what they're going to try to do is start sectioning people, go against the government and saying that you're crazy if you think that 5G is connected to coronavirus. So rather than having a second or a third referral, one doctor will be able to say, you're not very well and you can be thrown in the back of a van. And if they suspect you of having the virus, so not even if you have symptoms or if you've been tested, if they suspect you of having the virus, they can take you from your home and, and put you in an area until as long as they see fit. Yeah, I was going to say this to a lot of people would sound like absolute breeze, like there's no yeah. way that our government would pass this. But I recently had to look through Bill 122 and I can confirm from what I've read that from whenever the bill was passed, it was recently, um, whoever the Secretary of State deems is an official body of authority, which at the moment includes constables, um, immigration officers, health professionals they are allowed to forcibly take biological samples such as blood tests they are allowed to forcibly administer vaccinations they're allowed to forcibly enter your home and do these things they're allowed to indefinitely detain you and this is all written in law did you hear the bit as well where they were like they're allowed to break into your home as long as they fix the door i thought that bit was hilarious i was like <laughs> Shut i must have missed up. that bit as long as the home is left safe and protected obviously where they've broken the fucking door down one of the things that i found quite disturbing about the bill as well was that it said that there was no longer a need for a parent's consent to be given for a child's blood to be taken for the child to be detained if they're deemed infectious no way. yeah I've heard and this. i mean this is the thing is that no matter how much of the conspiracies you want to believe or not there is enough going on at the moment that should at least raise an eyebrow yeah definitely. and that's what i want to get across to people is that no matter what you believe 5g bill gates doesn't matter just have an open mind to the possibility that some of this stuff might be true have a look and find out for yourself make your own decision as to whether or not you believe x y and z is true or not and from that I don't know how to finish this off without sort of sounding very fatalistic, but don't. I know, mate. It's the times we live in, mate. You've just got to be straight. You've just got to be straight with it, mate. People don't just got to hear it. You've just got to passive. rip that band-aid off. Don't be passive to whatever it is you're told. Yeah. And make sure that whatever you're doing, you feel is with your own morals, your own this, that, and the other. Make sure it feels right. Question everything. Basically. Mm. Yeah. Stick to your guns. Mm. But if this 5G thing say it all comes into action 5g has blanketed the world and in six months time the coronavirus just sounds like feels like a bad dream international travels opened up businesses are back there has been a recession but we're sort of on the come up where does that leave you in the theory that this whole thing was orchestrated etc well what you just said there it would be impossible for us to go back to where we were it's it's impossible and i would just like to say that anyone that is thinking in their minds right now that this is going to blow over in a couple of weeks and that everything is going to go back to normal and we're going to be able to go back into the pub, start drinking and having fun again. They have shut down everything, okay? Money is fractionally reserved. That means that in order for it to work, it has to keep moving because of interest. When you borrow money from the World Bank, every country in the world borrows money from the World Bank and they borrow that money with interest. So if they Mm -hmm. paid off every single debt they had, everyone would still be in debt to the World Bank. It's called perpetual debt. So they didn't abolish slavery, they just made it for everyone. Money starts in the bank and money ends in the bank. When you stop this system, it crashes and it can't start back up again. It doesn't start back up again. Our economy is gone. What we thought we had, what we thought was good, which was actually slavery with loads more steps so that you didn't realize, is gone. So this is an opportunity now for us to create a new world. We don't have to portray- Not a new world order though. Not a new world order, no, no. <laughs> our own world order. We, have, yeah, yeah. we can create our own world order where we can move away from these people. Like, 
we don't have to spend 40 hours to 60 hours a week working for someone else in order to make their dreams a reality. We don't yeah. have to do that. We don't need all of these things that they're telling us that we need. We don't need the best fine. We don't need those new trainers. We don't need that new coat that Drake yeah. is wearing. These people are making you think. But it looks so good, man. Making <laughs> <laughs> you think that you're not good enough. And they tell you what to do with that little box in the corner of your television. And every night when you watch it and that advertisement comes on and it makes you feel like you're not good enough because you haven't got the new iPhone 11. You are an infinite source of energy experiencing yourself on a daily basis. You are basically pure energy in a point of attention inside a vessel, which is your body. There is nothing that you cannot achieve. Your brain is a computer of imagination and whatever you think up inside your head, if you keep moving towards that and believing in yourself, you can achieve anything. I'm, I can say this because I've I left England four years, four or five years ago with 700 quid. And I said to myself, I want a motorbike around Asia. I lived in Australia for two, over two years. I traveled around Asia. I traveled around California. I went to Jamaica. I've been through Europe and I never really had that much money the whole time. But mm. it just worked because I believed in myself and I knew in my mind that I could achieve it. And I trusted myself. And there were times where I was like, shit, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. When you took one too many mushrooms, you were like, I've been on motorbikes through Vietnam where I nearly got crushed by this oil truck. And I swerved out the way a bit at the last second. And I was like, I'm definitely meant for something big. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why we're doing this podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> because of that Vietnamese oil trailer. That's it. That's it. My life flashed before my eyes, mate. And I was looking over this mountain and I was like, I was literally about to become dog food. Glad that I can be here today to share this information with you all. So, yeah. what would you say to someone who listens to this yeah. from what they've heard so far and they just literally call like bullshit? Like, I've heard this type of thing before. There's no evidence to back up X, Y, and Z. Like, this is just crazy people. And I actually think people like you are dangerous because there are some gullible people out there that will believe you that 5G is the end of the world, etc., etc. Like, what, how, how would you react to someone like that? So, let's say that what I'm saying is right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> this fascist tyranny happens. Yeah. and everything takes over and you're sat there with your family and someone asks you what what were you doing when all this happened where were you what did you do were you fighting or did you just let it happen were you taking a video of yourself down in a pint and tagging your mates in it or were you trying to share and send information oh i need to do that actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so even if i am wrong even if i am wrong and it's not 5g and it's something else we all know that something is going on here if you're into this stuff or not, if you want to believe yeah. the truth or not, we all know that the government is lying to us about the numbers. For example, yeah. last year in the US, I think at this point, 2,000 people had died of cancer. Or was it, uh, let me just get the exact... I think what you might be referring to is pneumonia. The prevalence of pneumonia deaths in the US has dramatically dropped since the prevalence of corona deaths has increased, almost to the point where they completely mirror each other. Yeah, so more than 2,000 US COVID-19 deaths were reported the other day. Last year on that day we had in the US, they had over 500 deaths from lung cancer and another 1,500 from pancreas and other cancers. And not one death from cancer on that day. So basically, they're shifting the numbers. But well, nobody died from cancer the other day in the US. No, on the same day that on the same day that two thousand people died from COVID nineteen, mm. five hundred people uh, were the year before. Five hundred people died from cancer, and fifteen hundred people died from like leukemia, leukemia linked diseases. Mm. So statistically speaking, COVID nineteen is the cure for cancer. 
You know, yeah. what they're doing, like what we said in the beginning of this podcast, is labeling people with pre existing health conditions that were already on death's door. And once they've died, they've labeled it COVID 19. Patients dying after testing positive. That is what they've been saying on the news. That is very, very, very clever wording. Think about it. Patients yeah. dying after testing positive. So they died and then they tested positive for COVID 19. So they labeled it as COVID-19. So they're faking death certificates. Doctors are literally faking death certificates to bump up the numbers. And the numbers of people dying from other diseases from the year before aren't happening. So what they're doing is they're swapping the deaths from other natural diseases that would have died anyway. And they're labeling them as COVID-19 to bump up the numbers to keep everybody locked down. And now that they've done this lockdown, everyone's kind of registered it in their mind. So when everyone gets vaccinated, when they make mandatory vaccinations and they try and burst in your home and force vaccinate you, there's going to be shit inside that that's going to make you sick. Mm. So the next time that an, another epidemic or a pandemic happens or when they fully blanket the world in 5G and everyone starts getting sick again, they'll be able to go, oh, lockdown. And everyone will just go back to being locked down again and be like, all oh, right, yeah, well, we know what this is like. So they've desensitized us again. This is the first wave. They're already talking about how it will come back in waves. And the thing that yeah. I found which actually made me scared of this is that the Bill 122 was signed for the next two years. Yeah. yeah. So they're anticipating needing to use these new powers for another two years. And giving judicial powers to clinicians. So yeah. a doctor will be able to give you the same treatment as a police officer. Yeah. So they're basically creating a Gestapo but like they did it? in the Second World War. But I mean, this is, this is where you have to question what benefit is it to the doctors to be doing this? How do they benefit from this? Well, they've obviously know something that we don't know. Every single doctor in the UK. It's very interesting as well because a biochemist. I hope he's. I hope he watches this as well. <laughs> Fucking full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Messaging me, and he said to me, "Radiation is just a word that people think is harmful. The sun has radiation, and it isn't harmful." This guy's a biochemist with an ex- extension of virology, right? And he told me. <laughs> the sun isn't dangerous if you stand in it for too long so and he told me that him and all Mate, of his i've got some funny sunburn on my chest that can disprove that oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah you're still there Jono. <laughs> no to be fair it's healed up a bit now <laughs> he said radio waves aren't harmful and we mm. know for a fact because it says in everybody's mobile phone uh handbook keep your mobile phone six inches away from your body at all times and yeah. because it's known to be carcinogenic they did like uh, like a two-year study on it, it cost them like 30 million. And they found out that radio waves were carcinogenic. This guy obviously knows something and he's trying to scare me away from from exposing this. Because I posted a picture about uh, one of the sections of the Bill 122 and it said, disposal and transportation of body parts and bodies. How mm. many people are going to be dying? Because <laughs> if they're swapping the numbers over... If they're swapping the statistics over from last year and labelling everyone as COVID-19, technically, not that many people have died. So why are they going to need all these massive morgues and hospital that they built up inside London? What is coming, ladies and gentlemen? What is coming? Somebody doubting this would probably say that they were all precautionary just in case the coronavirus did hit hard. But because we seem to be riding it out well, they don't need it anymore. That's it. Like they were, That's what they will say. But why do you need it for two years then? No, that's a bit... I mean, I'm grateful for the fact that I can't remember the MP, but... He made a good point in Parliament saying we're worried about these two years thing. We need to make sure it's, uh, what's the word, revised every six months. So in six months' time, they might revoke the need to use it again. But I mean, as soon as those powers are in, it's very difficult to get rid of it. That's it. But it also says in that bill that they can uh, decide whether they want to extend it or not. 
and they have the power to extend it or not. And because yeah. the parliament's closed, they can literally just do whatever they want. Especially when they've made it illegal to protest. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have this in your town at the moment, but on the seafront and in parks in my town at the moment, they've painted a yellow man and a yellow woman and a line in between them for how far apart we should stand. That is brainwashing. That <laughs> is predictive programming. And if this was all going to blow over in a couple of weeks, they would not be painting social distancing messages on the fucking pavement. You know? <laughs> They're trying to break us down. Yeah, it's it's like it... where we live. There, I don't think anything like that, that extreme's been done where we live. But where, I've not like in supermarkets, that. they put like lines where you have to stand two meters apart. That's yeah, kind of the only only real thing that I've seen. And you have, you've got a queue, but apart from that, there hasn't really been much change but then we're not going out that much i know we're not out there to see like um who knows when we get let out again i've been out as much as i possibly can and i've been cycling miles i've been meeting up with friends like this is this is this is what you're a menace to society you're the reason we're all going to die of corona (laughs) 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 that's what i mean like so i'm i'm and because i because i I'm aware of what's going on because I've educated myself and I've spent dead. I've, I've sacrificed the last seven years using my time and energy to look into this. That I'm now at a point where I can be like, well, I know what this is, so I'm not allowing it to affect me. I'm not allowing myself to be controlled by fear. And this is how this organisation works. This is how this cult works: is they create fear, and fear is a four-letter word: false evidence appearing real. It's an anagram. Uh-huh. False evidence appearing real. They create the idea of fear in your mind and they do it on the television. So everybody watches the news every night and they're seeing this death toll go up like this. If they had mm. a death toll for cancer and they played it on the news every night, no one would leave the house. Yes. And that is what they're doing with this. They've gone, oh, well, so all these people are dying. So the death toll's going up and up. So you better stay in your house, stay in your house, stay in your house, stay in your house. And everyone's mm. just getting terrified. And see, this is the point as well. It's like you don't even need again to believe in the far-fetched 5g stuff that people will be like oh a load of rubbish mm. all you need to do is look at what you do know and we know for a fact that the media are manipulating statistics they're relying on falsified statistics and they're using it to fear monger to sensationalize this whole pandemic like that is factual that is you can all you need to do is do a little bit of digging i mean yeah. in america i mentioned it on the last podcast about how cbs was caught using footage from an Italian hospital and claiming it to be in New York. I mean, that's the level of how bold these lot are getting in terms of false yeah, the news. They're, um, they're suffocating us. It's not, it, it's not normal to be stuck inside for this long. They're breaking us down. They're making us weak. It's very inhuman. Yeah. We yeah. are missing that human connection. Yeah. We, and it's, it, it was building up to this because you think the social media disconnected everyone because everyone was always on their phone all the time. And then it got to the point where now we're not allowed outside. So... People aren't going outside and now they're stuck inside and they're on their phones as well. When a baby is born, it, if it isn't held, it will die. And we ne- that never leaves us. We need human connection. We need affection and we need love. And if we don't have love, we turn to hate. Mm. And hate is the very, there's a thin line in between love and hate. And that thin line is fear. And when you give in to fear, you turn to hate. That's what Yoda said. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good footnote. You know what I mean? That's gold, I love Um, it. So a lot lot of people uh, have this conspiracy that COVID is actually like a man-made bio-warfare element that that was injected into like the Chinese in Wuhan. Do you you not agree with that at all? Yeah, I researched into this theory as well. Um, And basically... 
there was a, a lady, I think her name was Dr. She, I think it was. And she was uh, yeah, studying yeah. in, uh, I think it was North Carolina she was studying in. You'll have to fact check that again. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. Uh, she was basically studying how to add proteins to already existing viruses in order to make them stronger. And then she went back to Wuhan and she was working in these research facilities. Because of the way, like, I've spoke to some, like, virologists and things like that. And they are, like, so adamant that this virus exists. And I'm like, well, people aren't dying of influenza. People are dying of, you know, shortness of breath and they're suffocating inside their own bodies. Because because there's no air getting into their lungs or whatever. So it makes me think, did they create a virus to look at under a microscope to then send to other doctors and officials around the world so that they're constantly looking at this virus thinking, this is what it is. This is what we're dealing with. This is a really dangerous influenza virus. In the meantime, it hasn't even been spread. So they've kind of, you know, hoodwinked the health professionals of the world into thinking that a virus exists when it doesn't. And it's a valid question in what you said, because, you know, when you look at that information of this woman from Wuhan, who works in this research facility, was uh, living and studying in North Carolina, she'd learned what she needed to learn, went back to Wuhan, and then all of a sudden this virus pops up. And when it first came out, I originally thought, fuck, this is a bioweapon. You know, this is how they're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. A bioweapon. And then once the statistics and things like that started coming out, and I did a little bit of digging and a little bit more digging, and then didn't sleep for a while and really, really went into it. And have, I've literally been living off of like four hours sleep for like the last week. Mate, that drops your immunity, God. mate. Be careful. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm surrounded by lots of crystals and that. I'm sure I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like it's a valid point. But um, So there is, a, there is a possibility that they could have made a bioweapon and that they're waiting to release it. And that is why that they have made these morgues. That's why they have made these giant hospitals. Because at the end of the day, not enough people are dying and they're playing with the statistics at the moment to keep this lockdown mm. in place. Well, it's not going to take much for people to realise that they're being lied to because yeah. the numbers aren't... I mean, I've spoken to many people whose parents or whatever work in hospitals and they're saying that they're actually being offered furlough they're being like we don't need you guys here how about we start going on a rotor hospitals are emptying rather rapidly yeah. i know somebody who's working in a private hospital whose hospital beds are currently at 20 percent capacity yeah that's it yeah. i mean i was looking at some videos earlier on instagram and it was like all these nurses doing tiktok videos mm. hundreds of nurses all doing tiktok videos dancing in unison in hospitals oh you're so fucking busy looking after everyone <laughs> got time to dance and parade around. And we know it takes planning to get those TikToks right, mate. Trust me, it's not a quick thing. <laughs> they must have spent hours. Like, I, I want to I go back to uh, so Italy, because everyone's like, oh, yeah, but Italy was hit really hard. Blah, blah, blah. So mm. Italy's, a quarter of Italy's population are over the age of 65. Yeah, no, they're a very old population. Also, to do with Italy, is they are the number one smoking country in the world. Like, they fucking love cigarettes. So ninety nine percent of all Italians. Ninety nine percent of them. Sorry. Ninety nine percent of them. That's. Ninety nine percent of Italians who died of COVID nineteen had oh, two right, to okay. three pre existing health conditions. So the actual town of Lombardy, which is where the first epidemic was, has some of the most unclean air in the world. The same as Wuhan. Italy's population is mostly elderly. A quarter of their population are over the age of sixty five, and this is a mm. time in the world as well where the planet because of our health systems, because people are a little bit more educated and they know how to look after themselves now, for the first time ever in the history of the human race, we've actually got loads of old people kicking around still. Yeah. Bill Gates does not like that, mate, because this is people <laughs> sitting around 
collecting money from the government, collecting pensions and not having to do oh, a thing I for see. him. And in yeah. a TEDx talk, he even said that they were dead weight. I quote, <laughs> he called quarter of the population dead weight because they sit on their asses all day collecting pensions. So died after testing positive again with the same thing that we're seeing in uh, England. So that's false information. And there was no accurate test for COVID-19. They were using the same me method, the RT-PCR test, which doesn't isolate the virus. The only way that you isolate the virus is by saying the sequencing after that and you turn the RNA into DNA. I've done my research on this. I know I've, I've been speaking to biologists and virologists and it's everything is back in my information. A hundred thousand people die every year in Lombardy from lung disease. So the town yeah. is already, you know. But what caused the influx? Is it the 5G? What made the hospital suddenly... Yes, yeah, so one of the towns with the 5G, yeah. Oh, they were one of the... Okay. So in China, they didn't actually isolate the virus and they just, uh, they basically said anyone that has these symptoms is is eligible for having COVID-19. So they haven't isolated it and they're saying to people, oh yeah, if anyone has any of these symptoms, cold or flu-like symptoms, then they have COVID. And that's that was sent to the World Health Organization, which is owned by Bill Gates, yeah. and then sent around to every doctor, nurse, and clinician in the world. So the thing with the World Health Organization as well, which sort of made my eyebrows raise, was the whole point of um, the praise that they were giving China. They were basically praising the sort of draconian measures they took with how quickly they stopped the virus. Yeah, and you've got people like the Japanese Prime Minister coming out and saying, "You may as well relabel yourselves the Chinese Health Organization with the biased uh, yeah. perspective you're giving on everything." And also, you look at China right now, you look at the Eastern world, they're already in that black mirror totalitarian state. Oh, China especially, yeah. See, and mm. and that, whatever's going on there is coming towards us. Like this, this invisible hand, this Illuminati, whatever you want to call them, the bankers, they operate in every country and probably their largest area of operation would be China. And that is where we're seeing most of this technocracy evolve first. They're like the test dummies for this technocracy. In uh, last year, there were people ripping down streetlights uh, in China because they had facial recognition cameras all over. Yeah, you know, yeah. this, is the, this is the implement of that. And that is why 5G is so important because it's the only thing powerful enough that is going to be able to power this technocracy. And this technocracy entails what we're seeing in China. And what they want to have is, so when you're standing on the side of the road and you want to order a taxi, you've got this microchip in your brain that Elon Musk is so quickly fucking developing, along with along with a load of uh, 5G ground, ground stations in order to beam up to the satellites up in the skies. They, they want to make it so that you can order a taxi and the facial recognition cameras will pick up your lips moving, saying, I need an Uber. And it will take the money out of your account and order an Uber to where you are. Like, so they're taking away everything that it means to be human. You know, that is they're nuts. taking everything away from us and they're trying to log us onto a computer so that we can be their little robotic slaves <laughs> and they can introduce what we like to call as the Hunger Games Society. One part of the world with all the money and all the wealth and all the centralized power. And then the rest of the world is part of this enslavement system that works towards funding them. And we're already seeing it with what's happened with this lockdown. If you follow the money, you'll figure out where this is leading. And do you know who said that? Yoda. You know, Wolf of Wall Street guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He literally did a story on his Instagram the other day. And he said, if you follow the money, I'm not, I, I, he, he said, quote, I'm not asking oh, you crazy. to go into the street with pitchforks and start rioting. But if you follow <laughs> the money, you're going to see where this thing goes. And are you going to stand by and let this happen?
And this is a guy wow. that knows the stock market better than anyone, mate. Well, yeah. You know? And he's also sold out a little bit as well to get back in there. Like, yeah. he's had to bite the bullet. And he, you can tell that he knows. I mean, you can tell from observing him that he's playing a game. He's playing yeah. a role. Yeah. Yeah. But he's, yeah. he's obviously had a bit of an epiphany and been like, holy shit, I don't want this to go to happen anymore. So with this, what is the end game? Like, why, why do they want... What is the motivating factor? Because they've already got the money. Is it just more money or is it something why, a bit deeper? Why they want this to happen. Yeah, because they've already got the money. Yeah, the, the, the money is just the illusion of control. Like they, they created money as a way of you thinking that you have control over your life. But, you know, money starts in a bank and it ends in a bank. And if you have these credits and you go into a shop and you go, oh, no, but I buy my shopping and I buy my house and I pay for my petrol, makes you think that you actually have control. Mm. But what this lockdown has shown us is that we don't have control. Mate. No. In a matter of a few days, they shut the world down. They shut and, it down. Trust. But yeah, okay, but so lock off. Where this is going to? Yeah. If it's not for more money, what is it that's motivating? Power them? and control. Power These and people control. People are psychopaths. You know, they think like you think you think of their society. So their society is at the top of the pyramid. They don't worry about anything, you know? No. So imagine what they think of people that have to build walls for a living. They yeah. they hate us. They think we're <laughs> disgusting. And that is why yeah. they are doing this to us, because they literally don't want us to be around. They just want to live in their perfect little celebrity world where they can spirit cook and, you know, have all these <laughs> weird parties, these weird Rothschild parties. With, and there's some sick, I won't go into too much detail about what these sick people do. Like you can figure that out for yourself. But yeah, they live a certain type of lifestyle and they don't want us to be a part of it. But that's kind of what I was getting to is because if you look into this stuff, it is all very... Um demonic and because what you're describing here is very much good versus evil it's almost like a movie the way that we've been shown in the movies which is obviously quite ironic especially considering the power structures and everything in hollywood is it madonna is it madonna who's like slightly um is it madonna yeah yeah, it is madonna and she posted a video on instagram the other day wearing a shirt with satan on it saying that she's going to be supporting bill gates in his in his production of the vaccines yeah (laughs) And I, wa- I briefly watched this thing and she's been like putting in these little messages here and there, like really weird things that no one would fried like. Fried like fish. Code, code words and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. you've seen that fried fish video, what the fuck does that mean? I've literally. Seen it. Mate, it's weird because that's he- what my mum had for dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> she's singing something along the lines of uh, the world's run out of pasta and then if you go into the whole pizza gate the meaning behind pasta and all that sort of stuff um, she then mentions thank god for fried fish and it's just a like 30 second song but for any rational human being to try and explain what it is she's trying to get out of that I mean I don't know if you can unless of course you know what in she actually in order to figure means. out what she's talking about there you want to research into adrenochrome and spirit yeah. cooking yeah. basically adrenochrome is blood with fear well not fear in it blood with adrenalized yeah. caused by fear and it causes the cells in the body to reproduce at such a rapid rate that it stops you from aging. But the mm. only way you get it is by scaring someone to death and then killing them. So the deeper you get into this, that's what I was getting to, is that it does sound like good versus evil and God versus devil. Yeah, this is, this is as above, so below, so below as above. You know, Everybody knows yin and yang, the light versus the dark. The dark doesn't exist without the light. These people, were, they're necessary for our spiritual growth. Human beings will not budge unless they are forced to grow. And it is always darkest before the dawn. And we are on the brink of creating not a new world order, but a new earth. But in order for this new earth to exist, the first one has to be destroyed. And in order for it to be destroyed, everybody has to realize how disgusting it is. 
And that is what is happening right now. These people are trying to roll out their agenda. But I fully believe with all of my heart that there is enough people awake and aware of what's happening that they won't be able to pull this off. But then what happens? If we win, then surely there's no yin-yang anymore. If we win, then the whole duality of life is over. Only in the third dimension. Oh, so we transcend, do we? So this would be ascension. So we could live in a fifth dimensional space of infinite love. And that is where we're heading here. And you can take this back into astrolog astrological science. So yeah. there's a star in our solar system called the Sirius star. And there's a tribe in Africa called the Godon tribe, and they have been talking about this star for 8,000 years. And they say that this is where the home of consciousness for humanity stems from. So this is where human souls are born, the Sirius star. And they talk about the density of this star and how big it is and what surrounds it. And they don't know how to travel through space. And they were asked, how do you know these things? And they said, well, we go there all the time because they use plant medicine to astrally project themselves and communicate with other beings and it sounds a little bit far-fetched for anyone else that wants to hear something like that but like there is a big world yeah. out there and you've been stuck inside a little box for a very big for a very long time and that box is about to be blown open and you're about to yeah. be revealed to a world that you did not even know exists and you are about to realize that this world is a very beautiful very magical very loving place that has been reserved from you for such a long time and we are so close to getting it like I said, it's always darkest before the dawn. So we have to weather this storm and we have to stick together and we have to make sure that we do not break and we do not give in to this technocracy. We do not give in to these fascist rules and that we stick together and create our own system. And I know that people will drop off and people will be scared, but we'll have to wait and see what happens, you know. And I think that this is an amazing time in humanity and I don't really look at this as a bad thing. I know that bad things are going to happen, but I think that we can actually create something beautiful here, like my whole heart is telling me that. And I, I think that is what the future of humanity is. And I must say, that was a beautiful way to finish off the podcast. It was very positive. Mm, yeah, because usually these <laughs> things end like really like down and you're like, so what do we do now? Uh, and everyone's like, fuck. <laughs> and then I mean? we throw it back to that little glimmer of hope. Mate, I think we might have done it there. <laughs> no, that's very nice. We're going to need to get you back on. And I think I'll chat to you after this as well. And we'll sort out again a few other people with accolades and credentials that will make people take them seriously more so than a few guys having a chat about conspiracy theories that people have never heard of or they've heard on the news being told of oh these stupid people are believing it so if we get some people on with some serious credentials and then that will hopefully get a few more people through the door and actually listening to this mate, thank you guys so much i've been looking forward thanks to this thanks so much mate, mate. <laughs> well, thank you for doing it that was very eye-opening for me because i like i mm. Jono did a lot of this himself especially during uni and i would be yeah. taking it all in when he would tell me stuff and i've not like done there was a lot of weed involved <laughs> <laughs> but i've not done a lot of like this deep research myself so hearing all that is like sparked the flame to get back into it, That's it mate. it's true thanks so much for coming on man that was live. Love to everyone out there. Thank you very much for listening. No, yeah, thank you very much for your time. And yeah, thank you for coming along and uh, saving the world one podcast at a time. One, That's all we one can do. Step at a time, lads. That is all we can do. <laughs> Before we have to grab the pitchforks and stick it on the man. But yeah. That's it. Cheers, lads. Lost in the Middle Podcast.